Good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm um, Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined, as always, by my friend, Bob. <laughs> yes, hi. Yes, there it is. There's that Bring famous catchphrase, bringing it back for the people. They've they've demanded it. I've, uh, I've had many requests. The t-shirts have been selling very well with... Uh, <laughs> I've, for, I've forgotten your catchphrase already. What is it? Yes, hi. Yes, hi. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'll, I'll draw I'll draw the, the t-shirt Perfect. design soon. I can't wait. Um, yes. This is this is a bit of a uh, fifth week situation. There's not a ton of stuff, but there are a few standouts this week mm. I was pretty excited about. So, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll just do it. Let's cool. talk about it. Because we were talking about nonsense off mic for the last yeah, we've 10 really minutes. Been, like riffing for like the last 20 minutes. I don't know why we didn't just record that. Man, anyway, uh, okay, Action Comics number 22, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's the, actually, it's the annual number one from 2022. That's it is Action Comics annual. That cover rules. That's what I'm going to say. The is that, great. That is a beautiful cover. I just don't care about Action Comics. Mm. Half of this is actually, I think, pretty good. And then half of it is just this war world shit that they're doing. And I'm yeah. just like, don't get yeah, yeah. But like the thing about like the retcon with Ma Kent having cancer, I thought was actually like pretty interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I've just. It's, had some heart, you know, had some. Yeah, that's to say. cool. It was good. I mean, I'm. And the art was good. I'm confused by the whole situation right now, to be honest, at DC. Yeah. I mean, it's I probably don't, because you're not reading it. I think that's I think that's probably what's going on is that I'm not reading enough dc books because i'm kind of like are they doing future state is that what this is no they're doing a thing where they have to keep superman off of the planet earth and so he's on war world doing a thing and it's not very interesting okay and i don't particularly like it all that much i am cognizant of it existing <laughs> and that's the deal with that okay but this is like a half and half and the art is actually really good all throughout it's i know dale eaglesham is one of the artists who's really good he was the um secret six artist oh and then the other artist was ian churchill who is like that kind of image guy? Um, I neither name rings a bell to well, me. Well, they're both good artists, and but the Ian Churchill <laughs> one is the one where Ma Kent has cancer, and I'm sorry, I guess that's sort of a spoiler. Hmm. But, but only a spoiler to no like one. The two people probably, who are reading yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cares. Um, okay, so uh, Alien number twelve is out. There's a really good exploding head panel. <laughs> There's some good stuff in this. This is uh, this is basically a return to form. I think they had kind of thought that they'd gone a little too far with the Amish story, and they were like, okay, let's bring this back to kind of an Aliens, like, yeah. the movie kind of story, and that's what this is. It's, yeah. you know, it's got it's got synthetic people, and it's got lots of shooting, and it's got lots of aliens, and it's pretty crazy. Yep. And I, I, don't, I mean, and I don't mean to say that as I'm as though I'm putting it down. No, I think it was awesome. No, it's good. I uh, un, I don't normally read the Aliens comic, but mm -hmm. this week because it's a fifth week and there yeah. are less books, I read literally everything. Well, almost everything except Star Wars. I don't know why I didn't read Star Wars, but uh, I didn't. And uh, anyway, yeah, it was good. Yeah, yeah. And also, we have these crazy. It's these are bizarre. Uh, there's an alien set of face huggers that came out. And it's just like a set of six eggs with little face huggers in them hmm. for 20 bucks. And they're pretty great. They're in a one eighth scale or one eighteenth scale, I mean. Hmm. So they're like G.I. Joe sized. Interesting. So if you collect G.I. Joes and want to put face huggers on them, 
And Here you go. Doesn't. And I mean, if you do, of course you want to put face huggers on them. I know I've talked about this in a previous episode, but it reminds me of when Tony Rieger was a kid and the story that he told me where he he just wanted stormtroopers for Christmas. Yes. And his mom bought him all the stormtroopers. And then he got a Darth Vader and he made of like a phalanx of stormtroopers. Like, of course you want to get all your G.I. Right. Joe guys and put face huggers. Yeah, on Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when uh, I think I think the McFarlane figures came with like a bunch of face huggers. And we also the Kenner ones had the crappy little ones, and uh, and back Kenner when it was hugger. back when it was like straight up just Funbox Monster Emporium, and we had nonsense everywhere, and we all the figures were like tacked to things essentially. We would use like silicone tape to hold them down onto platforms. Oh yeah, and we just stick face huggers on everybody that we. <laughs> We could see because they look great. Was this like when you were at like in the state theater building or before? Like when uh, you were after in the that, other space, we found the uh, the the merchant company space. Uh, yeah. That was when we discovered silicone tape, which was like <laughs> the best thing for an action figure store because you could just arrange so many loose figures on a shelf because they'd all stand up because they were all tacked to the. Like that silicone tape held them down, the 3M stuff. Unlike those little pegboards. Right, that exactly. That don't ever fucking work. Uh, and yeah, so we just had like armies of weird little figures everywhere, which was fun. Sometimes it would peel the paint off the uh, the Masters of the Universe figure, so we weren't very good with our collectibles. Skeletor, he has no color. Damn it, he's got no color on the bottom of his foot. Now he looks like a regular skeleton, not a yellow skeleton. <laughs> uh, so what do we got here? We got Beastars number 18. We got Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest. We have Black Panther number 6. Oh shit, I didn't read this. I like this story i did read it it's this, uh it's all right it's a little inside baseball kind is of it really thing. yeah i don't know i lost it with the black panther series it started oh, out i on really point, liked this i i have kind of lost okay the moment i might it. have to uh, but Storm i think i'm in it. i think i'm behind by two issues now so mm-hmm. maybe i don't know where it dropped off who knows yeah i mean um, it, it could be like a thing where it's like you love black panther it's like it's just yeah, as, good yeah. as it always was yeah uh captain marvel 38 is out uh, let's see. We got. Uh, we just talked about Batman Annual. Bad Manual. No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, sorry. We talked about another annual. We Why did. is we that? Not? Oh, there it is. Comics Batman twenty twenty two annual number one. I liked it. It's got it bats has in Batman it. Incorporated in it. And oh. I love Batman Japan, and I love Batman <laughs> of bats. Man, man of bats. Man of bats. Chief man of bats. Yeah, they're all in there. Um, like it, and it was all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> love clown hunter uh i mentioned carnage number three i think mm, but uh oh, okay carnage number three it's out uh but one of the standouts this week a nice creepy little book the closet hmm. from yeah, james it tinian it was it it was not very beefy no not much happened like it's not uh it's not giving you a whole lot but it was officially creepy yeah. It did it did its job properly. Yeah, the beastie was weird. The beastie creepy. was weird and creepy and he was also like it was such a wonderful little like it was a little kid monster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was just unimaginative and imaginative enough in the right ways where it's like it's kind of a stick figure. But it's got crazy teeth and it's just like <laughs> I can teeth imagine was the thing. Obviously really the, the teeth are point. its its defining thing is that it has human teeth yet it looks like a cartoon. Yes. But like human teeth with like no lips. Yes. <laughs> very, um, very creepy. Yeah, it's you know, it's centered around a divorce story, like a yeah. bickering couple. And so there's some like 
sad, weird, you know, gross vibes going on in the house. Yeah. An unsettled household kind of thing. But it's, I, I think it's cool. I think it's, I think it might have some, it might have something to say. Yeah, it's only th- going to be a three issue. So oh. it's like, whatever it's going to do, it's going to do it fast. Yeah. It's like a, a situation where like a, a family is like a, a small family w- wife, husband, kid, they're preparing to move. Obviously the marriage is on the rocks and there's a beastie. Yeah, that's it. Also, I'm going to throw out Captain Marvel. You skipped. I said it, but yeah. Oh, uh, I actually really liked Captain Marvel. Really? That was really good. Captain Marvel, when it's bad, is so terrible that I kind of just skip it. Yeah. But when I, it's good, I really do like it. I so would it's, normally have skipped it's a weird it, one. but I actually really liked it, and I thought the art was particularly good, and I liked oh. the storyline was interesting. I cool. just say that. Nice. Um, would also like to mention that we have our coffee, which is a thing. We, of oh. course, do our coffee, and uh, it's, it is fresh roasted as of a couple days ago, so Ooh. grab it while while it's nice and fresh, and uh, that's a thing. Yeah. We got uh, Deadly Class Trade Paperback Volume 11, Fond Farewell Part 1, because <laughs> oh. it's not farewell yet. But it's the farewell tour. Exactly. It's like the, the Cure's last tour. B-52's last tour where they're like, we're definitely going to keep doing stuff afterwards. It's really weird. (laughs) That was a really weird statement that they made where they were like, this is our farewell tour. Oh, we're absolutely not not stopping. We're actually calling it the Carewell Tour. (laughs) Was that what they said? Uh, No, the B-52's, I think it was the Sharewell Tour. I think (laughs) that's what they called it. Something that a Care Bear would do. (laughs) Whatever it is. Uh, Deadpool, Bad Blood, number two. It's so good. It's got Darth Vader in it. (laughs) It kind of does. <laughs> it's, it's that thing that people like to, like to do. The, it's it's one of those tropes that I hate, but I never noticed it in Darth Vader because I was too young. But it's the the World War One gas trooper armor, and it's just like oh, that's horrifying. And yeah. it's like oh, why do people keep coming back to that? <laughs> Well, there's a whole book about that. You know that? No, I didn't. I have the book. It's um, I actually I feel bad because I haven't read it and I can't remember the name of it. Oh. But the book is about how every horror movie is informed by World War One, and mean, of course it is. Exactly, it is. Like it's just like it's like the thing that. Yeah, it's actually I I should really read that. I don't know why I didn't. I bought the book and I was like, ooh, I need to read this because it looks so interesting. But it was basically about how, like, everything that you're scared of is from World War One. It was a pretty fucking awful thing. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, you know what else is an awful thing? What? The death and return of Superman omnibus. Oh. No, it's, it's an not. Omnibus. <laughs> it was awful because Superman died so needlessly. Yeah. Uh, but then, then just he returned recently. <laughs> so needlessly. No. Um, there's a lot of this that I actually enjoy. Yeah, it's not bad. It was a big, it was a big deal. It was actually for me, honestly, a weird thing. It made me quit comics. Hmm. The when I like, I tie like death of Superman to like the only period of time in my entire life where I did not buy new comics. Hmm. And it was like, yeah, was I like ninety five? Yeah, something like that. And I was like, I was in college, and I was just like, I was just broke enough that I was like, I don't need this shit. And then <laughs> I started reading Hellblazer, and that was what got, brought me back in. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why that was. Vertigo brought me back. That makes sense. Yeah, I was like, I can like this. Cool. <laughs> I can cool. still be cool. I can still be cool. Uh, Die Namite, 
Never Dies, number four. I like the Tony Fleeks cover of Dynamite Never Dies, uh, although it is standard uh, is, IP as zombies. Fair. Yeah, it is. and But that cover is very funny. It's, uh, it's a real, real manga riff, which yeah. is fun. Uh, Firepower by Kirkman. Good. Number 21. Chris Samney. Of course. Can't go wrong. And uh, they released a really cool hardcover edition of it in that uh, that image way, but this is actually a larger hardcover than they normally do. So it's mm. it's the same oversized format that like Deadly Class or any of those things do. But this one is instead of being that like ten issue thing, I think it's like a fifteen issue or something like that. Nice. It's a whatever it is. It's a it's a much beefier version. I like it. Uh, it it's a really nice presentation. So yeah, and it's a gorgeous book. Yeah. I love Firepower. If you like Funko Pops of Zombie Captain Americas, guess what? We have one of those. Mm. Um, and if you like Ghost Rider fighting uh, evil monster Mack trucks, guess what? We got one of them. Yep. That's a comic book. That is a comic book. And actually, it was really fun. And yeah. there's a the <laughs> the tag at the end of this one, real weird. <laughs> yeah, the, the last page thing yeah, with, yeah. The, with the head. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah. that was pretty yeah. weird. That's very strange. Um Okay. Anyway, also but, I like the Peach Momoko cover of this one. That's good. I I liked the uh, I liked the craziness of this. I like I yeah. like the big, you know. I think if you like Ghost Rider, yeah, this, this is a comic that you'll like. This is very much like I think answering a specific fan problem where they're like, okay, cool, you got Robbie Reese, but we liked the Ghost Rider stories before. Can you give us some of those? And this is just like a here. This is a good version of that. It feels like it's a it's modern modern art telling a Bronze Age story. Like it feels like a Bronze yeah. or Copper Age kind of story. Yeah. It's pretty pretty by the numbers, but then it's got little like modern vertigo kind of twists in it, which I think I'll rate that assessment as accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Pinocchios. Zero Pinocchios. Uh let's see. John Waters pop final what yeah straight up it's awesome and he's got a little pink flamingo oh i was hoping you see it and hoping you had a little turd but it's okay. uh, that's the divine that would be the, the divine <laughs> of course god if they make a fucking divine i'm uh, all over that if I'm they make actually, a divine pop vinyl i will buy it. Fucking buy that. i will actually buy that yeah. that's like i i do occasion very occasionally yeah. buy one if they made a divine especially if it came with a dog turd i would definitely buy yeah. it uh justice league road to dark crisis number one Man, you know, it's not that great. You see, I had a I had mixed feelings about it. There were some there was some okay stuff in it, but there was good stuff in it. It really I was just kind of like uh, really just like why didn't you just put out Dark Crisis number 1? Like, right. I think I do think that there's a a thing that they do in this that I wish they would never do again, and I think that they've they put it in the ground. I feel like after Green Arrow died, there were a lot of comics out there that were like, hey, I died. And it's like, yeah, of course you did. So did I. Hey, and me too. And I died too. And it's like, we all die and we all come back. Don't worry about it. And it's like, stop drawing attention to this over and over again. Like, mm. stop spending so much time drawing attention to the comic bookness of this comic book. Yes. We know it's a comic book. Yes. You don't need to be like, hey, I think we might be comic characters. Yeah. Grant Morrison can do that occasionally in an interesting way. Yeah. But this this constant like 
being like, ah, I didn't cry at Batman's funeral because I knew he was coming back yeah. thing. It's like, well, then stop taking the stakes away from your story. Exactly. Like, Don't start your story by taking away every bit of stakes from it. Yes. I agree. <laughs> I, think I that's agree a, completely. That is a silly, silly The entire conceit. first story of this, I thought, was a, like a complete waste of time. Yep. And then they had other stories in it that were okay. Yep. Um, so it's not like a vital thing. If you're going to follow Dark Crisis, you're going to follow Dark yep. Crisis and just... You know, which is I'm too bad saying, because like, I think Dark Crisis looks like it's going to be good. It could, it, it, I think it could, or be has good. the potential it has to the be potential good. Potential be good. I do think that DC has a tendency to take every thing. I don't know how to say this. Like every everything like good of, and turn it into shit. No, I actually very much disagree <laughs> with that statement. But um, like every I was like, just so being like a that dick. anti-life equation. Yeah. It doesn't need to be like a person-shaped thing that you can punch. <laughs> you know, and I just I feel like ultimately like yeah. the DC no, it, thing in is fact, that ultimately it really shouldn't they just be. turn it into a thing that you can punch. And I, I have to sh- shout out my friend Cole who actually said that first and, that's a, and personified this thing that I was like, yeah, that's exactly that is it. A, that is a good point. It's a good point. So I, I feel like to some extent I'm a little worried that that's what this is going to become. But that said, uh, I, you know, I'm a DC guy and I'll pay attention to it. Yep. Uh, King Conan number five. It's pretty book. Is that the last Conan? Is that... I don't know, because they're going to still do Conan comics. Right, but I don't think they're doing Conan. Well, they're not going to do Conan titled right. comics. They're just going to do... Interesting. It He's says that it's five in. of six, but I'd heard that number five was the last one they were putting know. out. So that'll be weird if they we'll end on a cliffhanger. Uh, Knights of X, number two. I think this is, in my money, the best X book that's on the hmm. stands. I'm still not buying it, but it's not that bad. <laughs> Perfect. It's not that bad. Raves, bobbler. <laughs> um, okay, so. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty good. Little Teeny Tiny Monsters, number four. Ooh. This one was brutal. Yeah. Did you read it? I didn't. Oh. I'm. There's a thing at the end of this that's like, oh, shit. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. If you okay. were following it earlier, it's like, oh, okay. there's like actually stakes to this. See, that was my problem. Mm. So, okay, there we go. All yeah. right. Yeah. Again, I should probably give him more credit. Yeah. You know, like, he's not, he never delivers something completely stupid. Like, I just thought that this was going to go on and just kind of be this, like, hey, we're just kind of hanging out and we're vampires. <laughs> and it just felt like. I mean, like- and it did feel like that. And to that extent, like, I didn't, like, I love Dustin and I yep. love Jeff, yeah. but I don't. This series hasn't been awesome for me. It's not like a take it home for me. But that said, it's a clearly a quality book. Yeah. And I did read it, but like there was a thing that happened at the end of this where I was like, oh, there's stakes. And it did feel like there was no stakes. And no pun intended. Oh, hey. Hey, because they're vampires. Yeah, you. Uh, Spoiler alert, they're vampires. Uh, Loaded Bible, number four of six. Oh, man. I'm actually looking forward to the next issue of Loaded Bible because (laughs) this one got rid of this storyline that I wasn't terribly enjoying. Okay. Like it resolved it. Good. And so now the next two issues of the series will be like Jesus fighting other vampires and not just Dracula. Perfect. Um, let's see. The next thing we have here is we've got, looks like six, actually. 
looks like i fucking priced them all and put them on the website i know exactly what they are uh they're marvel legends retro 3.75 collection they're so fucking awesome these are are like some of my favorite action figures i've ever seen and i never thought about the fact that this is what i wanted in the same way that i've always been like why don't you just make the best looking side scroller the world has ever seen now right it's like you now have the technology to make the best mega man game of all time oh and God, the I best castlevania literally had this conversation with my nephew like and, 2 days ago and this is the and this to me is the same thing it's like yeah. i don't need a ultra posability in a 3 and a quarter figure or a 3 and 3 quarters no, figure you just want it to i want a kenner cool. figure why not make the best looking Kenner figure you can possibly make? And that's what they did. And these things are just beautiful. Like I would have gone absolutely fucking nuts for these as a kid. Oh my God. Um, I love the Hulk looks so good, even though his he's got a bit of a Jerry curl situation going on. I really like his Jerry. He's a very Salbusima. He's, he is a very Salbusima. Uh, and, like and they don't screw around like they made a they made a falcon figure and they included the falcon you know so yeah. like he actually comes with the bird the wolverine red wing. i think is like what also a, top red wing is that his name red wing is yeah. his bird uh yes and <laughs> and it is actually very difficult apparently to make a good wolverine you know like hmm. the the claws always look shitty my favorite, yeah, because like, like the the one I had when I was a kid was the Secret Wars, which was just the clip yeah, on. That's exactly like the Lee Press on claws. <laughs> yes, and this one, they're actually on there, and they look really good, and they're straight. You know, like because even the Marvel Legends figures, like the big ones, they're all every perfect. time they, they have those wiggly claws. It's really oh, under cut you with my really claws. <laughs> undercuts his menace to have them kind of pointing in all directions. Yeah. He looks good. He's in the brown costume. And uh, and ditto for this Venom. It's the Amazing Spider-Man Venom. It's a very clearly the uh, uh, the McFarlane. McFarlane version of Venom. He's got the big crazy smile that goes all the way up to oh, his that's ears. Cool. I actually see the only one I didn't really look oh, at because he's I buried a little bit it. back on the JPEG. Yeah, I think it looks great. Or whatever so. The- what do you call the peg? <laughs> I, I don't call it a JPEG, but no, I do call it a peg. A peg. Yeah. The but yeah. Peg. So like there's a Dark Phoenix. There's a Mr. Fantastic. They're yes, all I also awesome. I didn't look at Mr. Fantastic. Does Pretty. Mr. Fantastic have a stretchy lens? He doesn't, oh, which is interesting. Just they just straight. made him kind of straight up. Yeah. Uh, That's actually probably pretty smart. There's a, I don't know, a, a pretty sought after-ish book out this week, which is Miles Morales number 38. It is. It's the first full appearance of a new character. Kind of. Oh, yeah. I don't know that that's a big deal. I don't. If you're speculating, think don't worry so about it. But either. if you like Miles Morales, I would get it because it was a good. But issue. yeah, it's it's Billy Miles, Billy Miles, Billy Morales's first uh, superhero appearance as whatever her name is, Spider Zero, Spider whatever. Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't even pick up it's on that. I thought you were talking Zero. about the alternate version of. Um, mm, no, I don't think shift. that's it. I don't think it's the alternate shift that's the big No, there deal is about a Bill there's a character named Billy I didn't pick up on. Yeah, the Billy is Billy is his sister. Yes, Spider but I don't, Zero. I, I've I missed that. a couple of issues. She's no, the she was It's an alternate timeline thing. So Cuz Spider whatever. Zero was from another alternate timeline. Right. She's something else and I cannot I Spider, remember the was name. Was Spider Zero's from the future, but this is just like an alternate. Right. So he's in a timeline where there's like a Bizarro Miles and yep. he is a like a warlord of Brooklyn. He he is like basically he's like he's 
walled off Brooklyn mm-hmm. and he controls it. But his name is what's miles backwards? Salem, <laughs> yeah, like, something it's like that. Salim, like I don't know, whatever. It's like yeah. backwards miles, and he's like a bizarro miles, but he's evil. And then, <laughs> um, it's you know, there's things, related. there's things going on. I was, I said this in the uh, in the newsletter this week, which by the way, read the newsletter, yeah. subscribe to the newsletter. But either that. way, uh, I, I did say this week that like. Miles Morales is like the uh, it's like the kid like in a big family that does really well in school and like doesn't cause any problems and so kind of gets ignored Mm. like I never talk about Miles Morales I never talk about this book because Amazing Spider-Man is always so fucking random like really great issue the worst fucking thing I've ever read Mm. why are they doing this this is terrible what is happening why are they you know Hmm. it's always this like fucking roller coaster of like making terrible decisions and then trying to fix them and whatever and so i'm always like oh amazing spider-man but just like uh batman beyond was like this too i'd never talk about batman beyond but that that series ran a hundred issues of pure quality mm-hmm. like just every issue was good my only real issue with miles morales like i actually really like it but i just like i don't know why they're like so hard on this like multiverse shit like i'm just like i don't because that was the that's what where in some people's minds that's where he became famous yeah i guess i get it i don't know i just like because every storyline is like six issues once he goes into the multiverse then it's like six months yeah. before you get like him kicking ass and being awesome <laughs> and it's just like just let him be awesome like i gotta I say know. though like but it is a good series it's it feels like every single time they do something with miles that was done with peter they do it better they just do the same thing only they do it better mm-hmm. where like they were like here's our clone saga and it was like i fucking love these clones yeah the clones oh my god like the crazy like what's his name who could only say glorp or whatever he's I was still like, in it he's the best yeah. like that was a that was a result of the clone saga and what he, did we get out of spider-man's clone saga yeah ben we got Riley. we got kane and doppelganger who cares yeah. actually doppelganger came from space i think he was from secret know. wars but whatever either way he's Queen Doppelpopolis. <laughs> Dr. Fishopolis, you need a shave. <laughs> um, anyway, that's it. Miles Morales is great. Read it. Yeah, it is. There's, a, there's a facsimile of the uh, the first issue of Moon Knight, which is the first ongoing series Moon Knight. Yeah, not the first appearance, but the first no. issue. Of the first Moon issue. Knight. And you can see Bill Sienkiewicz mm. doing his best Neil Adams. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, he's totally started as a Neil Adams clone. How did that never occur to me? Oh, my God. He's I'm like, looking at that cover and I'm like, his that's stuff. a Neil Adams cover. Even if you look at his, like, the thing that he posted today Fuck. on his Instagram, there's Neil Adams behind it. Absolutely. I had that. It's weird that that never registered in oh, my that's brain. That's funny. Yeah, never yeah. never would have guessed that and that like if somebody blind and i'd never seen this cover before said who drew this cover i would say neil adams drew that cover absolutely i would say i will risk it all i will put every dollar i have that's neil adams here's the thing that i would say uh my take on the neil adams sinkevich 
thing is that I just really wish he had drawn an issue of Cyber Rad. <laughs> oh, me too. Because <laughs> wouldn't that have been goddamn amazing? That would have been the best. Maybe uh, I should commission him to do a painting of Cyber Rad. I, I hear it only costs like a thousand dollars. Hey, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand. Save that. Something like that. Um, <laughs> Okay, speaking of hardcovers that you need to own, here's the hardcover that you need to own. Murder Falcon Deluxe Edition. Boom. Is there a better, like, limited indie series about a giant chicken monster that gets powers from shredding? No, of course not. No. Uh, This book is phenomenal, and, I mean, you don't even need to be a fan of metal. You don't need to be... It's just, it's brilliant. It's straight up fucking brilliant. It is. He's just, I, I can't say enough good things about this If series. you like kinetic comic book art, yeah. then you definitely want this. And if you don't already, if you already <laughs> have the issues, then you want the hardcover because then it also, could be on your shelf and like someone could come to your house and they'll be like, what the hell is Murder Falcon? You'd be like, it's the coolest comic ever. And yeah. then show it to them and they'll be like, oh, you're the coolest person it's ever. Beautiful. The the presentation is beautiful. Again, they're doing that, that Image Comics library edition thing where it's this nice just very concise it fits with all of your other image hardcovers very smart uh and just it it's just great can't say enough good stuff about it yep and also i love the fact that he really looks more like a broy chicken than he looks like a falcon he does look cuz he's got he's got a tiny little beak yeah. i mean he's just got a cute little beak but and yeah. he's also got a flat top yeah i think it's the top of the head that makes <laughs> me feel like it's a chicken yep and also his uh his bandana his rambo bandana good stuff Mm. anyway we got nice house on the lake number nine i can't believe this series is still going it feels like this series has been going for the last five years yeah i can't believe we're only at issue nine out of 12 i dropped out how is it possible that we're only that far yeah i actually dropped out as well but you know it wasn't because i didn't like it it was because i just had too many books to read uh, Once in Future, number 26, Speak of the Devil. Oh my God. This is like the best book that no it's one so reads. Good. Like, I don't, it's insane to me how this good book this is book so is. Good. It's so good. Yeah. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it sure is. Apparently, we have a book here called uh, Loose Lips Might Sink Ships, number two. I don't know why. You do have it, and I, I did not read it. For some reason, it wound up. On the website and everything, I think they misshipped us just one issue of a book that I don't get. Hmm. So uh, it's like kind of like a almost like a trade. Huh? It's, it's weird. A, it's a thick. That's real weird. That's real weird. More weird. Very strange. <laughs> anyway, we got uh, Phalanx one shot. Did you read it? I did not because I'm not a fan of the Luna Brothers. I'm not a fan of the Luna Brothers either. I did read it. It is a very specific and, I would say, well-produced homage to the early days of Image Comics. Oh, interesting. Um, It did not move me. I did not bring it home. That said, it's a quality book. And if you love, like, Hmm. Dark Child or whatever, like, it's, like, the kind of thing that you'd be into. Like, it's literally, like, there's, like, a text piece at the beginning where they're just, like, I used to order specifically all the Image Comics when I lived overseas because my dad was in the military. And this is the book that I wanted to do when I was 13 years old. And it's, like, it's that. Oh, shit. I'm going to read this. It's a time travel. I'm totally going to read this. Image. That's awesome kind of thing okay. and it's it's a, it, i would say it's a quality book it's not my book but it's a are they book. are they 
actual image characters or are they no it's all new characters because it's 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 literally it's like young blood okay kind of it's like basically there's a character at the beginning who's chasing this guy uh the guy creates like a portal and jumps into it and then the character follows him into the portal and when the character exits the other end of the portal the character is in 1992 and teams up with basically like 1992 image like it's just like every character like has like a kind of uh i don't know what the word there's a word for it that my brain is also freezing up on so whatever it's fine analog that's the word thank you that was gonna hurt um all right so we also have some more pop vinyls back here including the casey jones one from the comic accurate cell shaded versions that are exclusive to previews y'all gonna make me lose my mind back in here back in here we also have the uh the imperial palace joker which is ridiculous and the know what that means the zombie iron man and uh they're all ridiculous looking uh righteous third let me try that one more time Okay, uh, Mark, thank you. Anyway, uh, Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number eight. Brutal. As always, um, Shadow War Omega. You know, not that bad. I, this, I'm i just going to say, this is a book that DC needs to make more often. This kind of thing. This this yeah. series, I think it's I think it's missing from DC right now. I think just a a fake stakes, big, like, punchy event is really fun, and I really enjoy it sometimes. So, then that's all. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's a great, straightforward superhero comic. Yeah. If you are, like, a Batman fan, there's Batman stuff. If you are, like, a Titans fan, there's Deathstroke stuff. Yep. If you're a Robin fan, you know, whatever, Black Canary's in it. It's It was just fine. <laughs> just fine. Uh, we've got Sonic the Hedgehog, Volume 11, Zeddy Hunt. Zeddy Hunt? Sure. I'm going to guess it's Zeddy because he's probably a Yeti. Anyway, Scorched, number six. That is the Spawn comic. That is the... I tried to read The that. big team up with all the different Spawns. <laughs> it did not. I don't understand Spawn, so it was kind <laughs> of like, not that it's bad. I just like didn't understand it's, it. Yeah, this is, this is the fun, dumb Spawn that like is just total nonsense. It's it's definitely written in that really big, dumb, bombastic early image style where nice. they're just like, oh, hey, I didn't see you there. You sure are tough. I wonder what's happening over here. <laughs> oh, wow, he's getting into a fight. That's probably because he's so tough. And it's like, yep. it's stupid, but it's actually fun. So yeah. if, if you were in the mood for that kind of thing, it's there for you. Uh, Star also, Wars. Also, it's drawn by the same guy who drew Shadow War Omega. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was interesting because I read them back to back and I was like, wow, it's like literally the same artist on both of these comics. That's crazy. Uh, we got uh, actually correct about that. Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 23. Did not read it. Nope, me either. I'm I'm way too far behind to catch up on Star Wars stuff. Star Wars Darth Vader number 23. Also did not read it. <laughs> but what about Step by Bloody oh, M-Fing Step? Holy shit. Holy I love shit. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite image comic currently. It is fantastic. Yeah. Step by bloody step. If you haven't read it yet, 
get it, get the back issues. If yep. you can't get the back issues, wait for the trade, get the trade. There's apparently it's still continuing uh, after mm-hmm. this one issue. So yeah. like, I thought it was like going to be like a four issue miniseries, but no, it's 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 still yeah, going. It was it it's is. definitely a it was supposed to be four of four, but uh, and it's I just think so popular. It's so good. I think that it's selling well enough that they're like, well, we've got more story in us, so let's go for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm glad. It's, the art is so good, and I love, like, if, you know, normally I don't, like, a wordless story is kind yeah. of like a like special issue here and there, like yep. a G.I. Joe 21 <laughs> or whatever, yeah, you yeah. know, like, but this is like, they did enough it, said. like, the whole thing as, like, enough said, yeah. It's great. Yep. Love and it. speaking of books that I love, Strange Number 3. I love this series. Nice. Um, this is, I love a good revenge story. And this is like, this is, this is a woman scorned. This is the, like, you really fucked with the wrong person when you killed Dr. Strange. Uh, you know, you've got Dread Dormammu's niece and she's fucking pissed off. How many, he is like a whole family now. He does. Well, I mean, Clea is, is his niece. And so, yeah, he's got a whole he's got a whole family on Earth. He's Doyle. I mean, who knows? Maybe Doyle will come and show up and hang out with them. But either way, Clea is uh, weirdly like there's some interesting stuff in this just as far as like her weird power sets, because she is clearly more powerful than Doctor Strange in a lot of ways Hmm. because of her connection to Dormammu. And there are a couple of fun little moments in this that reference her connection to the Dark Dimension, because she is not only the Sorcerer Supreme of this world, she's also the Dark Dimension's Sorcerer Supreme. Mm -hmm. So that makes her kind of a badass. Yeah, she's pretty cool. Um, I just, I love it. Is she in the film? Have you I seen haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I would imagine Clea has to be in it. She's so important to the story. I'm surprised she wasn't in the first one. I mean, I totally would see why you would wait to introduce her since he already had a love interest that they were trying to work oh, with in yeah. the beginning and he was that was totally. part of the part of the dynamic. But having her show up after that love interest has pretty much said, Hey, you're a selfish prick, I'm gonna go on with my life uh would definitely make sense. Uh she's yeah, I don't know. I just really like this character and I really like seeing somebody go on a straight up death wish style killing spree to avenge the to avenge Doctor Strange. It's yeah. it's fun. Uh and that's it. So super nice. freaks. Uh, you know, they're super freaky. They are super freaky. Ow. I'm like <laughs> they're like the kind that I wouldn't bring home to mama. Yeah. I wish I could think of more lyrics like super to Super Freak. freak. Super I just freak. like I wasn't I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't I do was, my research. I gotta say I wasn't prepared for this book. Uh, it, it's like literally, it's like one of those like every once in a while, like indie create like super yeah, it's a, it's indie creators fan. get like a like a shot at the big time, and then this is like that's what it is. It's well, just like yeah, a, it's it's a fanzine for yeah. for Savage there's apparently Dragon. some podcast that is dedicated to the Savage Dragon that has been, been going, going for ten, 10 years. years, and this is like produced essentially by them. Okay, and it looks fun. If you honestly, I think you kind of have to be a fan of the Super of course, Savage Dragon. Of course, you do. Or indie comics, right? Like. like or just like seeing somebody doing something wacky because yeah. I read through it and I kind of liked it. Yeah, like there were some there were some fun moments in it. Pinups, lots. Of pin-ups, yeah, yeah. Lots of like 
three page stories. Yeah, I was just it's <laughs> it's just interesting. Can you imagine? All I could think when I saw that it was ten years, I was like, okay. So imagine starting talking about Savage Dragon ten years ago, and you're like, oh yeah, this week he's doing some some stuff. He's fighting this guy, and then like a few years later, you're like. I guess there's a giant Osama bin Laden that's shown up. Okay, well, I guess we're I going mean, in kind of a weird, a weird direction. Uh, and then, like, imagine three years ago, it's like, oh, yeah, it's just porn. <laughs> uh, this week we're going to talk about just porn. <laughs> uh, Speaking of just, uh, did I ever talk to you about that the villain from the Silver Age uh, Blackhawk comic I found that was called Just Legs? <laughs> It's literally just a pair of legs. Ah, perfect. He's the villain. I love and that. Like, what are we fighting? <laughs> just legs? <laughs> I love just legs, and I think he should make a comeback. What's the name of what's the name of the guy whose arms pop off? Oh, that is the Captain Marvel. Right. It's the, Marvel. the other the other Captain Marvel. Well, and he yeah, has those those gross butthole like when he pops the arms off, he's left with like weird little yeah, buttholes. He's either a torso or he's got his arms and legs, but they move independently. So he still has like, like even though he's split apart, like, yeah, but they make a splorch noise and he's left with like a weird cavity. Uh, he's like, I think that's like a hard, like split, like, like, uh, like when claw, like the guy from Marvel is cut and it's like, he's oh, just yeah. like he doesn't have bones or nothing. He's just like made of sound. And so he's like, just like, it's this clear, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm thinking of somebody else then because the there's Captain somebody Marvel who has who like splits. weird Yeah, I don't know. That. Weird splorches. There's arms fall off guy from the Suicide Squad. <laughs> there's that guy. Um uh there's there's the Phantom Limb. The from, Phantom Limb, but he's more of a clean, clean He is clean he's definitely a clean well. cut. Um but the the Captain Marvel who splits is a robot. <laughs> yes. He's not an actual human being. Uh Superman, son of Kal-El hardcover. Ooh. Volume one, the truth. Nice. This is a beautiful looking edition, Excellent. and these are some very, very good comic books. Ooh, by a great person. We like them. We like. I think it's a good series. Yeah, personally. I like that Tom Taylor man. Not gonna lie, I like it. We got a Teen Titans omnibus by Jeff Johns. Oh, Jeff Johns. He was this a famous writer of Teen Titans. Was my era. I can't I can't help it. This like is the it. stuff that I love. Yeah. I, Mike McCone. It was it was my these were mine. <laughs> I don't know when Oh when my I was, era of Titans is Perez Wolfman, but right. you know, that said, I think this is the best continuous yeah. run of Titans that isn't that. I literally came in like I think just as it was ending, but like I bought every single trade. It was one of those weird examples of DC actually numbering their trades properly. Oh, wow. So you could go, oh hey, I need number five, which people of today don't really understand. But let me tell you, back in the late '90s and early 2000s, DC did not number their trades. In fact, nobody did. They had a terrible, like, actually, Marvel was just as bad. Marvel is still terrible about it. Yeah. So, bad news. But, but they all this... do, like, like they, they, wait, they don't wait until the full storyline is done before they start doing new additions. Yep. And then it just gets all fucked up. And then it looks, it looks ugly on a shelf. Which... And the opposite of that is the Hellboy, where there's just, like, so many different <laughs> editions of the same stuff. Yeah. And you end up with just, like... 
Oh, well, Lots I of overlap. This format. I need this format. And you end up with like 400 different versions of the same five comics. It's true. And the library editions only cover the stuff that Mike Mignola did. Yeah. You can only, like, it's none of the other stuff is included in those. It's only five of them. So, yeah. Actually, that in itself is probably the best. I think I only oh, got yeah. three of those library editions. But there's so much great stuff that was just like all of those other people. Yeah. I. I, oh, Weird Tales is like so good. Weird Tales is so good. I was re I found all my single issues of those recently and I reread them and I was like, holy shit. Remember that Evan Dorkin where he did Roger? Mm-hmm. It was like I, I, the the most prototypical like Evan Dorkin thing is like I'm going to do a story in Weird Tales, so I'm going to do Roger the Homunculus because I know no one else is going to do Roger the Homunculus. And yeah. then he does like the best Roger the Homunculus story that like yeah. you could think of doing. It's so good. How do you do a good story with a guy who's just a gray paste man with a <laughs> staple on his dick? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Always looked like a cork to me. Like, yeah, because it has that like it's like a little it's so thing like weird. It's looks like you could pull design. it yeah. and it would just pop out and like I don't know his guts would drain out or something. I don't know. Yeah, I just I I always would kind of just like imagine like okay like someone designed him this way like why does he need a like a knocker on his dick? <laughs> I don't know. Is it like so he can be chained by his dick? Yeah. I mean, it is. And if so, what's that story? Like, there's a story to tell. I mean, that's it. I don't know. Anyway. Also, there's that first story with him where he, like, uh, there's the, he has a brother, and his brother becomes the Colossus, and then they blow him up, and there's, like, exploding human fat raining from the sky on everybody, <laughs> and they're just like, Hellboy, one of my favorite Hellboy lines. He's just like, watch out, that's <laughs> that's melted human fat <laughs> to, like, uh, to Kate Corrigan, I think. And nice. It's like, oh shit, that's literally boiling human fat that's falling from the sky on us. That's really disgusting. It's gross. Uh, you know what isn't disgusting? What? Princess Bride action figures. Oh, I didn't see those. That's right. You have the Dread Pirate Roberts. The way the pilot wobbles. You've got <laughs> Inigo Montoya. Ooh. You've got Princess Buttercup. He killed your father. Prepare to die. But you also have, uh, <laughs> you've got Vizini or whatever his name is. The Vazili. Vazili? Viz- what is his name? Vizini. Vizini. I can't remember how he pronounces it, but uh, either way, it's... You know. Is he the inconceivable guy? Yes. Wallace Shawn? It's Wallace Shawn. Yeah. It is famed writer Wallace Shawn, one of the most impressive playwrights in the world, Wallace Shawn. Like, <laughs> big thinker. Inconceivable. He's just... He's one of those people that is uh, like a very, a very impressive human being, and is kind of remembered as like this one-note character in a movie. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 like you know, from my fucking dinner with Andre, you yeah, know, like I was he's say is like he's, he's also known for my dinner he's with very Andre. smart. He's a very smart dude. Yeah, you know, the funny thing is like this is a testament to like me being able to look directly at something and not register <laughs> what it is right because there. there's literally like four of them and they're right there and I look just directly at right them. at you. Uh, we also have Trailer Park Boys, House of a Thousand Conkeys. I don't know anything about yeah, Trailer Park Boys. I don't Boys, either, so, so I didn't read say... it. That's a reference to something in probably Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, it might be, be like guess. a specific episode of Trailer Park Boys. Perhaps <laughs> I believe it's episodes. the name of a character in oh. the Trailer Park Boys. Uh, anyway, we've got a Transformers Legacy bulkhead figure, which is pretty awesome. Uh, we've got Walking Dead 40 Deluxe Edition 
We have Demons, number three, mm. is out. Don't yeah, care. I gave it a flip. Yeah. That's the best I can say. Yeah, this is... I do really like Greg Capullo's art. I got to tell you, man, I feel like uh, Comixology is now kicking themselves in the ass for signing <laughs> these guys because I got to tell you, the new thing that he's doing looks like ass. Wait, His next, Capullo's No, not Capullo, oh, uh, the Snyder. Snyder. Snyder's next book for them looks boring as hell yeah i don't know we've said it before and i don't need to like belabor like the thing but i just like i feel like he's like one of these guys that just like is told he's awesome so much that like he thinks everything he does is awesome and it's just not as awesome as he thinks it is i think you're not that it's bad right just not as awesome as he thinks it is correct amundo he thinks as i as i would say to potsy potsy i would say correct amundo uh what is the furthest place from here? Number six. I think this is a good looking book. And every month, every month I'm like, I really need to read all of these back to back. And I just like, yeah. don't get around to it because I keep buying new comics. Yeah. I dropped off at issue fuck. three and I think I'm just going to pick it up and trade. It just looks so fucking good. It's great. And I know it's good. Yeah. I really enjoy it. It's just, it's, it's like, it reminds me of like, it's like the warriors through the lens of like paper girls or something, you know, it's like, it's just a crazy world that is full of like comedically, uh, over the top gangs. Everybody, every little region has its own little bizarre gang that's related to the local grocery store or wherever they happen to hole up. And it's just fucking awesome. It's just clever and fun. And I'm so into it. Hmm. I like so, it. Whoop. Uh, Wonder Woman, 80th anniversary classic pop vinyl. Ooh. How about an X-Men 92, House of 92, number two? You get that? I wanted this comic to be something completely different uh, than yeah. what it is. It's, but, not, uh, it's not the comic that I hoped it was going to be either. You know. But. It looks fine. But there it is. And that's it. Aww. That's we've all we got. The end we've reached the end of comics as we know <laughs> there it. There will be no further comic <laughs> books. Hope you enjoyed X Men '92 because that's the last one that'll ever be coming out. Excellent. That's probably for the best. I think it needed to stop, and I think that we found a good stopping point for comics in general. Um, <laughs> that would be and, so weird if that was the last comic book that ever came out. That would be weird. Uh, so follow us at I'm um, Actually Comics and mm. at Coast City Comics. Buy stuff from our website, coastcitycomics.com. Yeah. Rate and review the podcast. Do things like that. Tell your friends. Come here. Buy things. Play pinball. Get yeah. a skateboard. Do do stuff. You can do things. Also, I'm going to shout out Dollar Binge, uh, my, uh, yes. my Instagram, which picked up heat. I got a bunch of followers this week. Nice. It's going to be a cultural phenomenon soon, and you're going to be like, oh, so. kicking yourself that you didn't follow it back <laughs> in the day when you had the chance. And you had the chance to be in on the ground floor of this and, venture. And someone will be going back to those early posts and be like, oh, no, that mm. guy wasn't there. Look at that. That, that lady wasn't there. This is the... <laughs> It's it's the Google of uh, <laughs> of Instagrams. I will uh, say everybody who li- who likes uh, one of my posts for the first time almost always ends up following me. That's nice. It's a good quality Instagram. It's good. It is. It's good. It's I'm thinking good about stuff. starting a YouTube channel. You should. I might. Um. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, yeah. I I posted. Oh, you did that song. Yeah, I posted a Rad Wraith song that Fucking is available, and it is. Uh, you can download that off Bandcamp. I'm gonna put that on the website or something worth i'm thinking of doing a thing so here's 
for people who actually lasted to the end of the podcast, oh, they this did. Is, this is a question that I kind of have for for people out there. Maybe I'm just going to address it to Bob because he's the only person here who can answer me. <laughs> but I want to start doing web comics. Ooh. Uh, and I think I want to start doing a weekly page of a comic posted to our website. And it's going to be something that's going to be for the Funbox Monster Comics imprint, which we've been doing all, which is where Rad Wraith started. And essentially, I do want to do horror stories. I want to do, because what I have currently, I have this book that, not to get too in the weeds with like blah, 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 but it's a, I haven't signed my contract with Scout because I was like, I think maybe I want to own this without having anybody else involved. And so I think it might be fun to release this comic as the first comic in a series, like release a page every week and it'll just come out and then eventually we'll have the whole thing up there and then we can do the same thing with a new book and start just releasing like a page a week, which is something that I could afford to do to pay an artist to do a single page each week of a book that I have. And then eventually collect it in a trade or something like that, have something available or maybe even publish them as zines, do Mm. something fun like that. I don't know, but I'm, I'm thinking that it might be fun to do something like that and have content that's just showing up on the website. I've already started realizing that I probably need to put up like my records and things like that. Like I got, uh, did I tell you about the dead airborne goats? You did. <laughs> so it's that, amazing. That's I a, thought about it actually. That's a weird story like, so cool. that like some German label wants to, wants to put yeah. a dead airborne goat song on some sort of obscure bands of the nineties compilation. And I was like, well, I have that and nobody gives a shit. I can put all that content up on our website. Yeah. You know, why not? Like we're, we're able to handle downloads off our website of like content so, because we did uh, digital copies of Rad Wraith in the beginning and of the Funbox Monster magazine. Mm. So, in fact, I think even now you can go back and get the issues of the Funbox Monster magazine and download digital copies right off the website. Yeah. So, there is that option. So, I think I might do something like that. I think you should. And the reason why I think you should is because. As you build what you're building, more and more people will come to it. And the more things that they have to interact with, the better. That's what I think, too. I think it would be fun and I think it would be an excuse, you know, to just because essentially at the end of the day, the fact is that I put my life into this this business. Yeah. But my life was a creative life prior to this business. It's true. And... I was making music and I was writing and I was doing all of these things that I'm not really, really doing anymore. Like the pandemic fucked up all my bands. The pandemic fucked up my life entirely. So, you know, there's a lot of weird shit. And I'm just like, this would be a nice place to put that kind of content. Yeah. So it and would, also you have all that content to draw from. It's true. I do have a 26 page comic currently that is pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. You also have like, a bunch of like albums a worth of jillion music albums that worth can of music. kind of go, you know, like and, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess not specifically what you're talking about, but, but it um, is, it's part of what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah, it would be nice to throw the Eggbot records up on here. Oh my God. I love 
you know, like that'd be fun. Um, I'm sure Eggbot would be cool with that. Did you did you know that I played Eggbot on Local Motives? I did not. Ago? I did. You should listen to Bob on Local Motives. You should listen to MPG. Bob's on Local Motives, and he <laughs> played inter- my band Eggbot. I did. I also seen. interviewed the band Bait Bag this week. I love that, that name. Fun. Yeah, Bait Bag is actually really fun. You can go to WMPG.org, <laughs> nice. and they're, they're all archived. But I don't do every week, so I don't know how you'd find it. Well, then look for the archives. Yeah, but I did uh, I did host the performance from the band Bait Bag this week, nice. and it was pretty fun because I didn't know what I was doing, and I was just subbing, and it was kind of a mess at the start, and there was a lot of talk about lots of random subjects but it was pretty fun and uh i actually think that doing this podcast has helped me uh oh that's good good radio host that's helpful i mean some extent it is it is super helpful to actually have the experience of talking into a microphone for hours on end oh man yeah this lady that i was working with was just like you're so natural with talking to people i was just like yeah i've literally done it every doing it every week for like (laughs) three and a half years yep Oh my God! Has it really been that long? It's been at least that long. That's fucking nuts. I think it's actually been closer to four. Weird. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We should do the math on it because we probably are missing anniversaries and causes. Oh, I'm sure we should probably do that. Uh, Yeah, but that's awesome. So yeah, so look for new stuff that we're going to be doing. That's going to be kind of more follow the follow the the medias. Yes, follow follow our Instagrams and things because we're going to put stuff up there. Our Instagram is so inoffensive compared to the average Instagram. <laughs> I post like three times a week at most. Yeah. Like, I've been so slack with I the do um, not, comics one. I just, I, Although I'm I did so. Spo- I did post Spider-Man farting today. I was nice. really proud of that one. <laughs> I'm so anti-social media, but like yeah. I'm so addicted to it that it doesn't fucking matter. Um, was it the issue where he teaches the Beyonder how to poop? No, no. It was this one. Um where he it was a marvel tale so it was a reprint but the comic was spider-man and kazar teamed up and they were in the savage land and for some reason gwen stacy was there but like wearing a like a bikini of course and there was the giant i mean it had to have been written by roy thomas because it had a giant monster named gog which is just like (laughs) nobody but roy thomas or like you know i don't know kirby mark wade is calling anyone gog but um whatever uh someone wrote it and someone gil kane drew it and uh anyway there was like this panel of spider-man swinging away on a web in the jungle from this giant monster named gog and every time Gog said something, it basically kind of looks like Asian lettering, but it was just right. kind of like these weird sound effect lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this monster. Yeah. And and I, there's this one where it just, I was like, in my mind, this sound effect is Spider-Man farting as he like leaves the scene. Because I think because I've been watching a lot of Adventure Time. That would explain it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything just... seems to poot as it moves. Yeah, exactly. It'll just be like, that's just like the punctuation of every scene. <laughs> God, Adventure Time is amazing. It's so good, what a, honestly. What a brilliant series. If you need a palate cleanser from like the constant media trauma of today, like just watch Adventure Time oh, from man. the beginning. Because I've a... never seen it before and I am like, it's blowing my mind. I what love a, it so much. What a special, wonderful thing they created. I just watched the first Lemon Grab last night oh. and it was like, I love that that's like a thing that like, even though I knew it existed, like <laughs> I got to experience it in real time. It's so you know, good. So it was very cool. 
That's it. Yeah. So that's what we say. Follow the uh, follow our Instagram. Watch Adventure Time. Good night, everybody. Bye.